Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another super-duper edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, of course, is my co-host, all the way from East Bridgewater, is the blonde bombshell and Carrigan. That's where we're at. Oh, well, see, it was a short I walked trip. all the way down the hall. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, welcome to uh, yes, welcome another back. edition. What's this, our fourth year? Yeah. The fourth year. Yeah. 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 Fourth year. Remember that whole episode 48 we did a few months ago? Four-year anniversary. So we're in the fifth year now? Had a cake, all that stuff. So we're in the fifth year now. So. I'm old, you know. I know. Yeah, they don't let me I out know. much. But, yeah, yeah, I guess we're beginning our fifth year. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> we actually have, the amazing thing is we actually have listeners. It uh, is. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, uh, and you can if you you can watch us right here on where are we? We are on EBCAM. Yeah, because you keep changing the name of the place, so I don't yeah, know what it is anymore. It's East Bridgewater Community Access Media now. So yes. if you're looking for us on the web, it's EB cam.org and we're also being broadcast live on Tojinet as well yes video and audio right 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 there you go and Pararex and wherever else I found us on a couple other channels too anyways channels you don't know about yeah that's amazing oh yeah. yeah so anyway who knows I know it so speaking about who knows do you know today is the hmm, super duper blood blue moon not super duper. No. No. It's the. Oh, you said it had an eclipse too. Super. Super blood wolf moon. Did I get that right, Nate? No. No. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but anyways, it's a yeah. really cool moon. Go out yeah, and look so at it. Yeah. So if this show is this show is a little bit more normal than than normal, then it has the opposite why. effect on it. Has opposite effect. So anyway, uh, this is a new year for us, and we've got a great guest lineup tonight. So yes, I'm do. excited about that. Um, but you have to wait. I know it. Sorry. I actually called him up because I want to talk about cryptoids, but ended up with ghosts again. <sighs> Can't get my crypto. Oh, you guy. can't always have what you I'm want, looking Ron. For I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so anybody out there knows somebody who does cryptoids and has evidence. We just don't want you to go out and say, "I walked through the woods. I've done that." But uh, anyway, yeah, a few times. Yeah. yeah so. so speaking of going on walks. Yes. Cemetery tripping? Yeah, we have a cemetery okay. tripping this month. It's been that, a couple that was of months. A hint, right? I don't think we've done a cemetery tripping for two months. Two, oh, sorry. <laughs> Two or three months. So, Russ, please, let's play. Without further ado, our cemetery tripping. Welcome 
welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where I will feature a different cemetery in each episode that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. As an avid taphophile, or lover of tombstones, I spend a lot of time in the local New England area in the beautiful and historic cemeteries we have here. The stones here are like no others, and I have literally thousands of pictures of the intricate and symbolic carvings found on them. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for Cemetery Tripping. Today we're visiting the first burial ground in Falmouth, Massachusetts. I was recently at a conference in Falmouth and had the opportunity to visit this very old burial ground dating from 1705. The entrance was difficult to find as it is located on a long, narrow dirt road that runs between two houses. I drove by it twice, but I finally found it and I'm very glad that I did. According to the sign at the cemetery gate, originally the meeting house lot and training field were located to the left of the entrance with the burying ground in the rear. Two meeting houses were built on the lot, the first before 1700, the second in 1715. As I walked around the cemetery, I found many death's heads and soul effigies. A wonderful example is the carving on the stone of Lieutenant Joseph Parker, which remains in pristine condition. I also found quite a few unusual stones. One for the Reverend Samuel Palmer, who fell asleep in April 1775, sports a cherubic-faced soul effigy with a curl in the middle of his forehead. Another marker for William Thatcher tells us of his fate. He was killed in falling from a loft on board ship Eagle of Nantucket while tying in the harbor of Edgartown on November 19, 1821, aged 26 years. On the same stone, we see that Captain Thomas L. Gibbs, William's brother, was lost at sea on his passage from Baltimore to Charleston in November of 1830, aged 23 years. There was only one sun carving, one of my favorites, that I could see in this burial ground, which adorned the grave of Mr. Jabel Swift, who died in 1810. Also nearby was the grave of Revolutionary War soldier Hugh George Donaldson, who died in 1812. Another unusual death is that of Captain David Wood, who died of the yellow fever along with four of his men. Two firsts for me in my cemetery travels. A marker for General Joseph Dimmick, who died in 1822. This is the first general I have come across. And finally, a stone for a gentleman named Ebenezer, whose last name was illegible, who was killed by lightning on June 10th, 1811, aged 24 years. My very first lightning strike. If you visit the cemetery, make sure to go in dry weather, as I would not have attempted the rutted dirt road if conditions were wet or snowy. Park at the entrance and walk in to avoid calling a tow truck, but enjoy your cemetery tripping. See, I do travel tips, too. I know. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> I was really well, sad about that poor guy. You wouldn't want to get stuck. Oh, I know, right? Comes all the way in. Made it into the harbor. Fell off the what? Crow's nest or something? The, uh, Whatever. the rigging or something. Yeah. The top mast. I don't know. Probably saw his wife and the dog pregnant. No. He left 12 months <laughs> earlier. <awful. laughs> oh, my God. Crunch. Oh, my God. Nice. nice. Anyway, hey, did you speak about that, you know, Revolution War and stuff? Do you know that Drake provided the most men for the Battle of Bunker Hill per population than uh, yeah. any other town 
I did not know that. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. So anyways, let's move on to our guests, speaking about old things. <laughs> We'd like to introduce someone who has uh, been investigating the paranormal for a quite a few years now and uh, he is the founder I believe of Rise Up Paranormal and uh, a amateur uh, cryptozoid hunter and UFOologist and whatever else. Uh, he Ghost. is no other than Ken DaCosta. Did I get that right? You did. Wow. <laughs> Ken, welcome, welcome. That's amazing. <laughs> Great pleasure to be here. I am really sorry about not having the footprint the best I could do was a mummified corpse <laughs> of a Bigfoot, but I couldn't get it in the car. Oh. So maybe we'll get a flat bed next time. I'll make, I'll make it up to you. Well, we have, I yeah, promise. We, I, you, 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 seriously, you did do uh, cryptoid investigating, oh, yeah. right? Why don't we have evidence of a lot of cryptoids? I mean, what, I mean where's the bodies? Well, that's the rub right mm -hmm. there. Where's uh, the bones even? You know, the thing is, hunters will tell you, like, um, apex predators, bears, mm -hmm. mountain lions, go try to find a carcass of a bear or a mountain lion. Yeah. Between uh, predation, you know, and uh, natural breakdown in they in still forest, find bones. There is even uh, the elephant graveyard. They go, you know. <laughs> not much left to it. I don't know. I, I find that little. I mean, I I, I want to believe that they exist because there are so much reports of it, and I kind of believe they exist. But until they come up with something other than some poop or a, or a hair or a Petrified big poop? footprint in the ground, and well, well they do have hair samples. Yeah, they do have hair samples that. Um, seem to match something something in the ape family but my, there are no large apes in north probably. america <laughs> yeah Maybe no large apes in north america native anyway yeah. so, so they kind of came from russia evidence on. into alaska but that's another story <laughs> let's go after something we have evidence on okay you go. which are ghosts yeah because everybody know ghosts exist right of course right of course right audience ghosts ghosts <laughs> exist right yeah. They're all on their iPhones. They're so enthused. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Everybody's like. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving right along. Pay they all have their own TV shows, so they have to be right. So, speaking of um, ghosts, uh, you found up. You found up. You founded Rise Up Paranormal when? Uh, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven, and why? Uh, because my son was uh, at Rhode Island College at the time with a couple of his buddies that uh, were into it as well. And I always was. The poor kid never had a chance growing up. That was <laughs> right. kind of my thing. So he had a couple of buddies, and we would, uh, he'd bring them home on Friday, raid the refrigerator, drink my beer, eat yeah, food, yeah. hang out, and we'd watch a few paranormal shows on Friday night. <laughs> and uh, we'd sit there kind of like a mystery science theater and just kind of like goof on everything. And then... Um, came down to, well, why don't you guys do what I do? If you want to talk to some people and visit these places, let's kind of pool our resources because they were smart kids, you know, okay. smarter than I am, you know. Yeah. Archaeologists, things like really? that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So stuff. People nice. and kids into, psych be an into psychology too. and things. Yes, I did. Well, Chris Blanchett, who's the archaeologist, he's the coolest one of us all. He's done a dig at uh, Castle Raznoff. Ooh. when he was at uh, school at Salve Regina. Nice. And um, Dracula's Castle. Wow. You know, you probably know which it Dracula's as. Which Dracula's Castles? There's a couple of them. Yeah. There's so a couple of Dracula Castles. You're going to be which one? Oh, the one in um, Transylvania. Yeah, but there's a couple of them. He had more than one, you know. Reznov. Yeah. 
Okay. He said Rasnov. I know, but <laughs> that was a point I was telling him. It was more it than was a more. trick question. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, we all decided to kind of five knuckleheads all got together and they decided to, you know, jump in with me and, um, you know, we built the team since then. We've been around, just celebrated our 10th year. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, which is in, in paranormal years, that's like 50 for a team to stay, <laughs> stay together that long. Absolutely, but, I yeah, would agree with that. We managed to persevere to this point. You know, they, paranormal teams, you know, and if you go on Facebook, they say we have like 100 years of experience. And oh, yeah, great. They, they put everybody's years right. together. Right. So, Rise Up, is that an acronym? Of course, it, it's, it's the law. <laughs> Doesn't it have to be? Um, we actually, the funny thing is we were doing a local show and we didn't have a name and mm -hmm. they invited us on, so we had to come up with one in the 30 minutes that Before it took show. to get from my house <laughs> to get to the show. So we started throwing things around and Rise Up is the Rhode Island Society for the Examination of Unusual Phenomena. Oh, that's cool. Oh my goodness. Rise Up I never fits knew better on a t-shirt. I never, never knew it. Well, the thing, the thing is, the, w the reason that we call it that, other than society being like a, a cool name, yeah. is that um, we're not limited to one thing. Unusual phenomena is unusual phenomena. Mm -hmm. So right. we've never kind of left the um, the cryptid thing or the UFO thing mm -hmm. if it's if it's weird we're into it love it that's great yeah. that's and of course you know rise up perfect yeah perfect. and it's like I have it on my license plate and it doesn't happen oh, to me nice. a lot but my wife will be driving around and people be blowing the horn yeah. and blessing themselves and things <laughs> like that so and it's just kind of like you get you have to change that license. Plate. I thought they would be going like you know, you know, that's okay, it works. <laughs> I love it. I think it's an excellent name and it's an excellent, excellent acronym. You know, yeah, perfect. We th we we think so. It's like we didn't get sort of like the double meaning until like later on. It's like rise. Oh yeah, all right, I get it. Oh yeah, okay. That's yeah. so funny because. Around that same time, I mean, that was when you when you started. I mean, mm -hmm. it was Taps, and it was um, yeah. Most Haunted, and I used to do the same thing. Friday night was Paranormal Night. I'm in front of the TV. Greatest paranormal yep. show ever made, yep. Most Haunted. Right. They uh, they don't pretend to be anything other than what they are. It's <laughs> crazy oh, stuff. <laughs> you know, and it, 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 it's great. It was awesome. It was yeah. my favorite show. I it used to love was. it. See, we, the only paranormal show I watched. Yeah. We we would sit around and just laugh at that oh, thing. Oh yeah. I just love yeah. that screaming. That's I could eee. take that all night. Yeah, right. And then everyone pass gone. out. Everyone would pass out on the floor, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and plus they yeah. had cool locations. Those were the days. But that honestly, and that's what inspired me as well. Yeah. And I I yeah. had started a team at that time, and you stole know the name. everybody was kind of stole yep. the name. I did. I stole the name. East yeah. Bridgewater is most haunted. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I've had about because I have no imagination. So I've brought over, but just about every one of them on there, right? Except for Derek, I think. Because I had David Wells, I had Steve Parsons, I had Derek, Karen O'Keefe, Richard Felix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who else? I think that's David it. Wells. Yeah, David I'm Wells. I'm sensing a man. He's a good man. <laughs> He's a tall man. Uh, <laughs> Derek was better, though. He's my uh, uh, I've got his autographed T-shirt. That's funny. Just saying. So funny. Just saying. But we need we need to talk to Ken about oh, yeah. his investigations. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Because he sent me some great You're the best. And we have some EVPs to play as well. So, so where are we going to start? 
I don't know. Where should you we start? Sheet. <laughs> we should we start with the EVPs? I'm going to ask Ken because like I'm on Kimmel. We got clips. So this is awesome. Here we have clips. Should we uh, do the EVPs first, or would you rather do the video clips? Whatever you'd like. It's your show. I'll oh my just God! Never give me for the ride. Just do it. Okay, fine. Sure. All right. Well, let's Take start. Take a piece of paper and start. Let's with start it. with the video clips. All right. And um, so set up the first one. So. Uh, the first one you sent me, I believe, was Bell... Belcourt Castle. Belcourt Castle. Oh, Newport? In yeah. Newport. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Since been sold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but they used to we be open. Like, they used to have ghost tours and everything. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Uh, Holly Tinney ah. was still there, and she was kind enough to let us in for an entire year. Oh we literally God. had the key to the place. Seriously? That's Seriously. That is awesome. So we were able to do like a real case study and eventually bring the public in with us and it was it was phenomenal. We were there mm. from like February to November like three times a month. Oh, wow. that, you know, that's a dream come true, right? That is, right? That is yeah. for a paranormal investigator, absolutely. Pretty dream. much. So yeah. they had a lot of claims of activity there. A lot of the things in the folklore of the place we never experienced, but there were other things that we got in the time that uh, we spent there. And it was great. We got to kind of develop a relationship with the house, mm -hmm. as it were. That's nice. That's what you have to know, because the longer you're there, I mean, we see most of these shows, they go in for like one night and they're there. Yeah. You've got to get familiar with the place. Mm -hmm. And, and a, over a year is good because you go through okay. different seasons. You know what the sounds of the house yeah. are during the different Couldn't seasons. Agree because more. they change. They absolutely you know, change. It, it's difficult when we go into any location, and we still do a lot of residences, mm -hmm. when people have lived there 25, 30, 40 years. And we're there for five, six, seven hours. You can't yeah. expect to experience everything those people have over yeah. that time. And there are some sounds that are just natural to the house yes. that people will say, oh, that's paranormal. It's not. But I mean, you really, like I said, you have to spend a lot of time there to understand the, hu mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the house itself. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, what are we looking at on this first clip? Uh, so, so, he's going to sit up, right? Yeah, do you want to? Tell us about... Sure. Uh, real quickly, what we did early in February is we decided to let cameras run overnight because at that point, Mrs. Tinney, um, her area was very small wing of the mansion at that point because it was impossible to heat. It was always cold. Right. So the mansion, as far as the grand dining room and the grand banquet hall and all the rest of this... Uh, was in a separate wing so we set up a camera in the orchestra loft and this is where everybody would play when they'd have their <laughs> right. their Dinners. grand dances and everything like that. I know the place but, well actually. Yeah. I've been there many times. But her husband who passed in 2006, Donald, um, he said that he's been seen up there at Ooh. different functions. We never experienced that. We had seen apparitions in the place, uh -huh. amazingly. Um, so we just set a camera up there and running down the length of the orchestra loft and um, the clip we're going to see is um, when we see a door at about somewhere between 2 and 3 in the morning, huge heavy oak door just kind of close itself and um, that door in the 11 months or whatever we were there was always open, never mm -hmm. closed or anything like that. It's not on any kind of, you know, an unbalanced thing where right. it just right. swings shut. So when we saw it, that was just remarkable. It's phenomenal. Ooh. All right, so can we play that clip, Russ? All right, so we're looking down the corridor right now? Yeah. 
That is actually a model of Belcourt Castle. I wondered what that floor. was. That's a dollhouse. I, I thought it was too. Mr. Like, is that Tinney, Mr. Tinney actually made that. So this is happening now. This is actually being played, and we just saw something there. Yep, it just closed. Yep. Wow. Um, do we, uh, do we want to play, play that again? Do you play, yeah, can we play yeah, it again? Yeah, can we play it again, Russ? Just so that we can see that again. There's, there's no audio with this in case anybody... No, this was a stationary collection. <laughs> Tell us right now what's happening. So, Yeah, down the end of this um, particular corridor, yeah. there's, uh, the door swings down to a spiral staircase. And is that what we just saw now? Yeah, about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, the door just at the end of it just closes by itself. Okay, so I know, noticed a, a light there just prior to that. What was that light? That is actually the doorknob. And our infrared lights are reflecting bouncing off, off okay, of it, reflecting off the polished the polished surface. Oh. Wow! So that was pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we had found it. Um, they never go up there, so when the door was closed, we thought nothing of it. We gathered up our stuff. It was uh, a Sunday morning, mm -hmm. and we had gone in and got our cameras and everything. No one told me that Mrs. Tinney likes to get up early Sunday morning and play this huge pipe organ they had there. It was like breaking down my stuff, you know. No, no, no. And I just about came unglued. I fly off the ground, and I'm just, oh my God, those like the Phantom of the Opera was in there. This Mrs. Tinney. That's pretty cool. Tie a yellow ribbon around oh, the old oak tree or something so like funny. that. Thanks oh for that. <laughs> okay. Scaring the crap out. So, what's the next clip we have there, oh, young lady? Oh my goodness. Uh, the next one, I think, uh, it's a. Uh, Rocking chair. Yeah. Where is it? In that? the pain house? Yeah. This is our home away from home. Um, I think we're coming up on like eight years that we've been at pain house. That's a real case study. It's one of the most active places that we have ever been in. And what I love about the pain house is when we bring so many people in, they have their own experiences, you know, and hold them up to the test. So wow. we've been doing that for about eight so years. So do you now. do like events there? Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if somebody was interested in those events, would they go to your website? Absolutely. They go to the website and put you in touch with the um, Western Rhode Island Historical Society. Mm -hmm. So everything we do goes back into the house. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, for that's, maintenance that's, and upkeep. Yeah. RiseUpParanormal.com. RiseUpParanormal.com. Right. Okay. Um, Excellent. So what this is basically is we were doing a local TV show around Halloween. Mm -hmm. So the woman who was the host of the show came in and she wanted to do some funny things and everything like that. So we were all downstairs sitting around the table with her cameraman and she's saying, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to have a laugh at my expense mm -hmm. and all the rest of this. We just put cameras up there just to have cameras there. Mm -hmm. I wish I could tell you that it was because of our skill as investigators, but... <laughs> As you know, oftentimes I'd rather be lucky than good. <laughs> so I was about to erase this off the hard drive when she called and said, listen, I, there's some footage I was mugging for the camera. Do you think you could find that? And I said, sure. As I'm fast-forwarding through it, I saw something, and I'm like, wait a minute, exactly. hang on, what was that? And we were all on the first floor. This is up on the, uh, the second floor. Mm -hmm. And in fact, when we did... Um, years ago uh, my ghost story for the biography channel mm -hmm. this is one of the clips that uh, wow, they showed it was it was amazing you know we danced around it jumped around it tried to recreate it and so this is the result of uh, being in the right place at the right time all right nice. can we play that clip Russ? 
So they're looking down the corridor. Looking down the corridor chair. right now. That is another guest room at the end of this hallway, and um, the rocking chair is in is in view, and off it goes. Hmm. And the great thing is, it sort of like when it ends, it doesn't decelerate. It just sort of stops. Just stops. stops. Yeah, it's real, and it's real quick. Oh, Russ is playing it again now. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing that stuck out to me at first. It's just kind of like, okay. But then, like I said, it doesn't decelerate at all. It right. just abruptly stops. It just stops. Um, it's just kind of like boop, 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 boop. And it's sort of like the wrong position. Yeah. So sure. when yeah. we found that, it was just, you. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Right. right. So yeah. there you go. It reminds now, me of my favorite story. Well, you get something. Just oh, Well, just for our listeners, where is the Payne House? Payne House is in Coventry, Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. And um, every year we go in and uh, maybe once a month or so, um, we'll do a public event there and bring people in. And um, it's become um, sort of a destination stop where um, a lot of people want to come in and, you know, and when we investigate, we literally let you investigate. Mm -hmm. nice. You know, we don't, not a lot of bells and whistles. It's mm -hmm. uh, give you a chance to do exactly what it is that, um, that we do. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of monitor it, basically. That's all. Yeah. So is cool. there is there a fee involved for that? Yeah, it's yeah. like $35 a person. Oh, entirely you reasonable. Know, so mm -hmm. all the proceeds go to the Payne House for upkeep, maintenance, yeah. and everything that they need. And um, we're lucky with a couple of the places like Smith's Castle in Wickford, Rhode Island. We do something there where they're on board with it. Mm -hmm. You know, but what we always try to do is always emphasize the historical significance of oh, the yeah. place. And we don't want to turn it into the haunted house down the road. Right. So, like we always say, you know, you come in for the paranormal end of it, and we talk a little bit about well, the history. Well, you can't have paranormal without the history. Absolutely. Because they're, they're hand in hand. It's the backbone of what we do. Yeah, mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what do we got for the next clip? So we have one more from this same house, from the Payne House, is it? Uh, uh, Payne House, yeah. Um, with a, and this is actually an EVP that was caught yeah. on a camera. On a camera On a recorder. camera microphone. Yeah. Right? Oh, well. Yeah, we were breaking down a session, calling everybody in, and um, <laughs> as our um, camera person, Julie, is sort of walking the hall, she picked up um, a little girl's voice that, since the time we've been here, has become very familiar to us. Hmm. Wow. So she shows up. So she shows up, and this kind of, um, this was in the first year that we were there, and immediately it kind of pulls on your heartstrings a little bit, where she is um, saying, you know, as we're leaving, she says, where are you? Stay with me. Aww. So you didn't hear it at the time, but like, yeah, that was pretty much the reaction mm. that everybody mm. had when they heard this. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. nice. And that's you can see, like, in a lot of cases of these things, where no one reacts to it. So it's not audible, you don't hear it. Aww. 
And it's like, stay with me. Yeah. Stay. Yeah. And for the purposes of what we're doing, obviously, that's amplified a little mm -hmm. bit. Right. So your listeners and, um, right. you know, can, can hear it a little bit. And better. so often when, that's when stuff happens, when you're walking in yeah. or when you're getting ready to leave. Yeah. All of a sudden, you've got all this stuff. We, we, <laughs> we actually use that as a technique now because there's only so many times mm -hmm. that you can say, you know, is anybody here? Do you right. die in this house? And then another group comes in and says, is anybody here? <laughs> so at some point at night, we'll just all sit down and start talking about our kids, our jobs, anything mm -hmm. other than that. And you'd be amazed at some of the things that happen when you're just going about your business. Right. Like the people are doing that report it to you. They're not ghost hunting. They're right. just... Absolutely. going about their day and something happens yeah. so we try to incorporate that into it I mean, as well. That's that, a great you idea. got that great EVP with Mike Markowitz when you were at oh, that house yeah. and you were just chit-chatting and you talking with the family and the gunshot came talking through. with the family yeah. and yeah. I have some other EVPs the best EVPs that I have ever recorded and just my little handheld well we're, we were just sure. walking around and just talking you know being yeah. a couple friends of mine and you know we got this little little boy's voice and and Almost like, hey, hey, yeah. over here. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, Mike it's has great. been to Payne House. We got some great things from Mike. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Mike's, Mike, Mike's, Mike's great. He is. Yeah, he yep. used to be a member of uh, your he team. He was on my team. Yep. Yeah, yeah, very good friend of mine. And we actually went to high school together. We've, lear <laughs> we've learned a lot from Mike. Yeah. You know, we, you know, don't pretend that we have all the answers. So someone like that who we can pick their brains and oh, yeah. learn a little bit about the audio end of it. And mm -hmm. it's like... You know, it's invaluable to us. Yeah, yeah. and he's, you know, he's very approachable, laid-back oh, yeah. kind of guy and, and more than happy to share, um, you know, with people, Absolutely. too, which is wonder the wonderful part of it. Yeah. Um, one of the best uh, EVPs, well, well, not best, but one of my favorite EVPs we ever got was when we were setting up one time. We just had it running. We just got it into the place, and the EVP comes to me, it's the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Class A, it's a Class B, but mm, it is still yeah. my favorite, and uh, I love it. <laughs> so anyway. Do we want to take, uh, we're about halfway through, and we have some power news. Do we yeah. want to take a little break, and then we'll come no. back and play EVPs? No. No? No. Too bad. Oh, I guess we are. <laughs> Why ask? Nathan's come all the way here. We need well, he's not going power. away. Anyway, I guess we're taking a break now. We're going to do the power news. So, Russ, if you could cue up that opening and uh, we'll get ready to hear from me. Welcome to Paranormal News, the first one of this year. My first story is about the super blue blood moon eclipse. Oh. The super blood moon <laughs> eclipse is a combination of a total lunar eclipse with a blood moon plus a super moon and a blue moon. A blue moon gets its name when it's the second of two full moons that appear in the same calendar month. A super moon is when the full moon appears larger and brighter than usual. The red appearance of the blood moon is caused by the light bending and filtering through the Earth's atmosphere, really the sunrise and sunset of the Earth falling on the moon. 
and some spiritual stuff that goes along with it. Blood moons are thought to be part of prophecy. The sun will turn into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord's coming, an omen in the book of Joel. Astrologists believe full moons are when the lunar energy is at its most powerful. A lunar eclipse reveals what's hitting about you. My next story is about the top 10 evil dolls. Slappy, a living ventriloquist dummy in the Goosebumps <laughs> children's <laughs> series <laughs> about R.L. Stein, by R.L. Stein. Hugo, a walking, talking dummy from the 1964 cult horror film Devil Doll. Susie, from the 2002 film May. Billy the Puppet, the jigsaw killer from the Saw movies. And my personal favorite, Chucky, a killer good guy doll, the villain of the Child's Play slasher film series. Next one, Talking Tina from 1963 Twilight Zone episode, a vindictive doll which was inspired by Chatty Cathy. Billy, a ventriloquist doll from the 2007's Dead Silence film. Annabelle, a demonic Raggedy Ann doll. The clown doll from 1982's Poltergeist film. Hugo Finch, a cheeky dummy from the 1945's Dead of Night film. My next story is about the Winchester Mystery House. Since the film Winchester featuring Helen Mirren as Sarah Winchester is due to be released very soon, I thought I would share some tidbits about the Winchester House history. The Queen Anne-style Victorian mansion, located in San Jose, California, was once the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of firearm mogul William Wirt Winchester. And it is well known for its size, its architectural oddities, and the lack of any master building plan. After Sarah's infant daughter and husband both died, she left New Haven, Connecticut and headed for California where, in 1884, she purchased an unfinished farmhouse. It is said that the construction did not stop for 38 years until Ms. Winchester's death. Today, people can tour this 160-room mansion with its many staircases and fireplaces. Now, my last story has some controversy with it. Alleged psychic sentence for evading taxes. From 2007 to 2014, Sally Johnson was paid over $13.5 million by an elderly woman living on Martha's Vineyard to perform spiritual cleansing and healing services to rid the woman of demons through repeated exorcisms. Rather than reporting her income to the IRS and paying taxes on it, Johnson took steps to conceal it from using different aliases and book account, uh, bank accounts. Neither Johnson nor any of the business she operated filed a tax return or paid taxes on the income she received from the woman. In, eight, in October 2017, Johnson pleaded guilty to attempting to interfere with the administration of the internal revenue laws. She was sentenced to 26 months in prison and was ordered to repay the $3,567,300 to the victim and to pay restitution to the amount of $725,912 to the IRS. 
It is tax season, people. Do your taxes. Now back to Anne and Ron and Ken. Nice. Thank you. So anyways. Oh, my um, goodness. You can catch this on Facebook. It'll be on my site very soon. Uh, if you send me $1,000, I can uh, <laughs> need to, I have a bunch of money from this psychic that I have to get rid of. So if you send 1000 I will send you a check yeah, for there you go. Uh, whatever. That doesn't make any sense. She's going to see that coming, though. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, you know, I, I had no problem with the story except the part where she said she was alleged psychic. I mean, why would she say as alleged psychic? Do we not know that she was a psychic? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm? Somehow we got an EVP thrown in there. My God, it's I a don't psychic. Know what she did happened. that, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know why? I think because courts won't recognize psychic ability or ghosts or anything mm-hmm. like that because they're not actionable. I, I don't you can't know. prove or disprove. It's like the demon defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we there are cases that, that uh, the ghosts uh, led to convictions of people. Once. Green Briar. Well, no, more than once. You're thinking of the Green Briar, but there are other cases no, as well. Thinking about Sarah, I mean, um, Rebecca Cornell. And Green Briar as well. Actually led to an execution mm-hmm. based on the testimony of a ghost. See, there's, there are several. So uh, that being said, I mean, and of course, we all can go all the way up to the, the laws about haunted houses, uh, real right. estate laws. Uh, there's a, it's much more acceptable than people think. Uh, psych, psychics are used by the police more often now. That's true. Uh, so anyway, alleged psychic or not, Sarah, if you have extra money you want to get rid of... <laughs> We'll take it off your hands. Yeah, we'll take it off your hands. So anyways, uh, where are we? So we have a number of wonderful EVP clips uh, that Ken has sent us. And uh, the first one that I have on the list is from Fort Barton. Mm -hmm. Where's Fort Barton? Fort Barton is in Tiverton, Rhode Island, where we're based. Um, Tiverton's a real place? It's a real place. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's, it's like re- Drake, I have imaginary friends, but that's a real place. <laughs> okay. And basically, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a misnomer. It's not actually a fort by what you would imagine a fort would be. It was a staging ground for troops. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. For the Battle of Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and um, it's located up on a hill at a high strategic um, vantage point. You oh, know, that's cool. to uh, watch over the you know the harbors and everything like that. But in uh, this particular clip, a couple of our guys, Chris, who I talked about before, and my son David, decided to take a late-night stroll out to Fort Barton and sit in the earthworks, which was a colonial term for what we'd call a foxhole, Mm -hmm. Uh entrenchment. And uh, there's always been rumored to be a lady in white. Ah, It's always a lady in white. white. So everyone out there, ladies, when you pass on, just know that when you get into heaven, apparently you'll be issued a white (laughs) gown. Doesn't matter what what your race, religion, or whatever, you're all going to be white. white. So um, the guys went up there, and there's been a few other claims, and they sat in the earthworks and started to go back and, and use history as sort of that trigger to find out if anybody was attached to that era. And you'll hear uh, Chris ask, you know, if you're not talking to us, you know, I hope you're not scared. And then the next voice will be my son asking if they know a General Prescott. 
who was a British general who was captured by a bunch of farmers, you know, Damn militia, uh-huh. went over to Aquidneck Island in the middle of the night, captured him in his uh, in his onesie, <laughs> basically. So in between their voices, you're going to hear, and we'll let your listeners hear it, um, you're going to hear something very unusual. Okay. Letter, letter, that's uh, EVP number one, Russ. Do you know General Prescott? What was that? Did you hear that? So you got, obviously, a woman's voice in between them, sitting with them. But in playing it, uh, we believe she's saying, he's got it. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's what it sounded like to me. You want to roll that again, Russ? Scared. Do you know General Prescott? It's a good voice. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, clear voice. Yeah. Yeah. And Very the thing clear. is, nice. when we're talking about, we're always careful when we're looking at a certain era, like when things like contractions are used, mm-hmm. he's, can't, shouldn't, wouldn't, because those only came along, you know, toward the end of the 1700s, 1800s, so it's not so unusual, but we're thinking this may not be someone from 1774, right. but someone who's there more contemporary. Yeah. Hmm. Wow, it's nice and clear, though. Next one. So the next one uh, is uh, EVP number two is from a textile mill in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Yeah, Woonsocket, I love that word. This um, is one of my personal favorites. It's it's probably one of the most amazing things we've ever we've ever gotten. And uh, to people out there who say, well, how can you go? to a foreign country, ask a question for an EVP, and get a response back in English? It's a fair question. So those of us in Rhode Island who know this particular city know it was settled by French-Canadian. They built the churches. They populated the town. They essentially worked the mills. So we decided to ask questions in French. You know, not that we're fluent, but basic 10th grade. (laughs) You know, my name is Ken. Comment allez-vous? You know, how are you? Something, exactly. (laughs) Is there something we can do to help? Just basic things. And uh, nothing happened this particular session, so at the end, we're just saying goodnight, and um, I'm just saying thank you for your time. And um, it was myself, Joe Chin, who I'm sure you know, who was sitting next to me. One other guy who had a parabolic microphone with head uh, phones, which um, amazingly did pick up anything, <laughs> and the owner of the mill, who's just curious as to you know what we're going, and then um, so you'll hear it for yourself. And if you have tried to talk to us, thank you. Merci, merci beaucoup. <gasps> That's awesome. You know, so it was repeated back to me. So when we were looking for it the next day, we kind of split the workload up. And I said, you know, hey, Joe, why don't you take half of this? I'll take half. Of course, I got the half with nothing on it. <laughs> but then Joe got a hold of me, um, called me. He says, I'm going to send you something. You're not, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe what we got on this thing. So um, using that as a trigger, you know, apparently, you know, maybe right. we made somebody feel comfortable, but wow, that, that's one of the most remarkable things that we've ever had thrown back at us. Very clear. Can we play that again? Yeah, one more time, Russ. And if you have tried to talk to us, thank you. Merci. Merci beaucoup. 
That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of these things when we do, I mean, we analyze the daylights out of them. Okay. Even at the point that it's self-defeating because we all think we have something and a lot of times we really go to great lengths and we end up going, oh, okay, it's one of us. Mm -hmm. But you know, um, when you're gonna put something out there for everybody, we like to ask all the questions that we think we're gonna get first. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yep. All right, so the third one is from a Victorian mansion in Newport, Rhode Island, yep. is that the? This is not Belcourt, no, different not mansion. Okay. Yeah. And you're not naming it, right? No, what? we don't want to name. Okay, okay. I okay. just was curious why that's it was. Right. We'll just call it Victoria. Uh, no, that's they fine. all though. <laughs> that's fine. I was just curious yeah. why you, you did that. Now I understand. Yeah, we were invited. Um, we were invited up there. Um, some things were going on, so we kind of got carte blanche of the place. We'd visited a couple of times, so we went up on the third floor, which historically is the place where the help would be kept right. up on the third floor, out of sight, Service. away from Portis. the hoi polloi. And a uh, little staircase. That's right. Exactly. So we were actually going on uh, the impressions of a psychic who they had in there who said that there's somebody was ill up there, there was something going on. So we went up to the third floor. Um, myself, Dave Grady, who's in our group, and one of the things we like to do is ask, can we help you? It's not always, you know, it's like, is there something we can do to help? And what people know as a disembodied voice is not an EVP, but something you hear right. audibly. And we got like this blood curdling scream back at us from inside the room. And um, I kind of think we did a good job holding it together. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll tell you, when it came just out of nowhere, we all kind of like, okay, you know, just hold your ground here, folks. So. Run, dude. No. <laughs> no, or not. Right? I liked it. <laughs> Okay, can All we right. play that? Number three. Can you see us in this room right now? Can you see the world of us? Is there something that we can do for you? Like that. That's a classic reply. What the hell was that? Yeah, so I had to cut the clip off. I sort of had to cut the clip off because there was a whole lot of other stuff that we can't play. That came after that. Crazy thing about it is underneath us is a ballroom, and we had like a 360 microphone in there, remote mic, and we're monitoring it in a different place. And I said, well, you know, maybe somebody went outside and by coincidence yelled at that time and the mic picked absolutely anything up. Hmm. So that uh, confirmed uh, it was in the room with us and crazy. What did you record that on? Uh, Sony recorder. Just a little handheld? Yeah. Just, just, just a little handheld okay. that we don't keep in our, we usually find a place for it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times what we've gone to is remote recording where we put it down and hardwire it right into base so we don't carry anything, we just have microphones mm, going. Yeah. It's one of the Good things idea. we have to, you know, mm -hmm. Mike kind of showed us the showed us the way oh in that God, kind of thing. equipment. Oh. And, and, uh, that you know. first investigation I did with you, <laughs> it's a freaking dolly. The oh. It's like a sound stage in there. We were in Fort uh, um, down the hill. Can really we play that out. one more time though, Russ? <laughs> There's benefits to it, yeah. you know. Can you see the world of us? How are we doing time-wise? Is there something that we can do for you? 
It's just such a funny scream. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> really funny. And obviously, like we said, we, we kind of pumped that up a little bit, so you know everybody's got a um, a little better opportunity here. <laughs> I liked that. Uh, all right, so the next, the fourth one, uh, we're back at the uh, Payne House okay. Museum, and uh, this is uh, Child Spirit. Yeah, Sarah Elizabeth. Yeah. Okay. This is our little girl. Our little girl, again. And Set it up we, again. We've we've come to the point now that um, we've been there for so long we can recognize the voice. So is this the ABC? Um, yes. Okay. This is the ABC. So Sorry. what we decided to do was um, just kind of test her a little bit because we feel that she's learning terminology from us. There's an exchange going on there where she's saying words like teddy bear which didn't come into a existence until like the 1920s. Mm. So if you're looking at a child from back then, it's like, is she learning mm. from us? Is she paying attention? So we just decided to check on this and just do a simple, do you know your ABCs? So that's what this is all about. And I say C, and you say... That was the EVP? Short and sweet. Oh, that D. was sweet. Yeah. She said D. That's what I mean. That was sweet. <laughs> now that was we, really um, sweet. that was so clear. Yeah. And, yeah. We don't do filtering of stuff with, you know, we'll Good. amplify it if I'm, you know, God, doing a lecture. just process the crap out of it. Well, you can make it sound however you want to right. sound. So yeah. the thing is, we have all our raw files in archive. We don't touch those things. But when we're doing a lecture or coming on a show right. like this, so... You know, it was a lot faint that, but um, amazing when we got that back, and it's uh -huh. like, good for you, Sarah, way to go. Yeah, it's nice. You know? mm -hmm. One more time, Russ. And I say C, and you say... <laughs> so cute. That is awesome. cool. Nice. And the thing is, I just want to, you know, don't want to be up against time. It's like a lot of people would say, wow, you guys get good stuff. This is 10 years mm. Mm, right. worth of things. If anybody thinks that this happens <laughs> all the time, I mean, people who do what we, we know, that's not the case. Mm -mm. You know, these mm. are, yeah. you know, the ones that are exceptions. These between. are almost like the outliers. Right, right. So we have another one, uh, yeah, another one from the Payne House Museum uh, up in the attic. Yeah. Okay. Very active area and uh, standard question, you know, um, if we've worn you out with our questions <laughs> and you're done here, we're not going to take offense to it. Would you just like to be left alone? And apparently that wasn't the case so you know we felt good about ourselves right here but this is a response up in the attic area do you want us to leave wow. yeah so the response comes back no one needs to leave wow Okay, so. I heard the note very clearly, that, yeah. and I heard a little bit more, but I wasn't quite sure what I was hearing right. at that point. You want to play it again? Yeah, can we play that again? Do you want us to leave? Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be, and I like, a lot of times we don't like to, well, hey, this is what it says, yeah, well, you know, because. Right. It's the biggest far of, of I, I, I treated that. Right. So that is, out of the ones I played, probably the more subjective of the of the clips that we have and that's and and that's fine we usually rule use the rule of three if the three of us can decide what it says okay. or if two of us do or one of us or none of us then now that's mm -hmm. sort of how we class and be honest with you the, the best way to listen is is through earphones because oh, yeah. there's so much mm -hmm. in a in a room I mean, it, it changes the whole thing absolutely and you know i always talk about the lighthouse and we do the tours of the lighthouse and we always play that evp that i mean it's not a, a class a by any means but uh it's supposed to say crap, and I and in the in, inside the lighthouse, nobody hears crap, including me. Hmm. I hear uh, uh, something. I forget what the heck I hear, but it's I never hear crap, honest to God. And I know what it says, and um, not too many people do. And then Steve Parson was over here a couple of years, and we did a, a, an investigation for the lighthouse there, and we played it outside. And outside, everybody heard say crap. Nobody heard it anything else, which is so strange. It's just the acoustics of the thing. That's yeah. the, the best thing to listen to was with earphones because you, you don't have any interference. You don't have the, the reflections of the room or whatever. Because right. you remember, sure. most of your EVPs are not uh, true audio sounds. They're actually manipulations of the white noise on the recorder. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's it's not really uh, listened to it in, a, in an audio environment. It's more directly from the recorder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so we have one more from the spray. Oh, shots only one. <laughs> These are good. I like them. I, I know. I, I them. told you. I told you they were good. Yeah, they're good. Uh, the Sprague Mansion in yeah. Cranston, oh, cool. Rhode Island. Right. Um, and this was. <coughs> Child. Before we get to the, the thing, I, did you have you gone to the Sprague much? A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, in fact, our new book that's coming out, more Ghost Chronicles. Uh, there's a whole chapter in it, actually two chapters on the Sprague Mansion. We did a, a live uh, broadcast from there, and uh, with Dr. Bell and uh, Lydia, uh, who was here, and uh, who was the other guy, another guy, anyways. But that's that's a very cool mansion, the doll room and everything else. Yeah, it is the second time there. Quick story: the second time we were there was almost a year to the day as our first visit. And when we went down to where the wine cellar is, yes, we heard unmistakable to me because I'd been around this stuff. It sounded like arcing, like welding arcing. Really, couldn't tell what was going on. So eventually, we took the hasp off the door, and the wiring had rotted through the Romex because there was so much limestone in the walls and it was starting to arc oh, and, wonderful. And, and flame. <gasps> so title. by the oh. grace of God, a bunch of paranormal investigators showed up mm -hmm. one night Holy moly. and Save saw that or that place. Yeah. If you've been down the basement, it probably would have gone up like a tent. So, by the grace of That's God, incredible. there we were. So we let them know immediately, and you know, then and they let us stay, and we went, <laughs> we, we so went about <laughs> we went about our business. But crazy, funny oh. story that night that we did the uh, the broadcast there and the investigation and everything else it was also Halloween. It was Halloween night because mm -hmm. it was a three continent, three ghost hunting group oh, right. broadcast. Mm -hmm. 
and but it was Halloween, and there was it used to be a little apartment with little old ladies there, <laughs> where you would get trick or treaters at the door. <laughs> so we ended up giving out candy at the door. <laughs> it's like we'd be in the middle. It's like ding dong, I'll get that. Because <laughs> a little old lady would be like, oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Here's your candy. Get out. Oh, no, she was like two, no, she was like 200 miles away, so it took it a, an hour to get to the door. <laughs> I love it. That's it was awesome. Funny. Oh man, I love it. Yeah, All right, well, we are running out of time, and I want to play. Oh, bummer. Yeah, let's get this one. Yeah. Yep. Um, Sprague Mansion. Sprague Mansion. Sprague Mansion. I think it's like 2009, 2010. We're in there, and this goes back to the you never know what you're going to record when you're not trying to record anything. So a couple of our female investigators are up inside one of the bedrooms, second floor, I think. They're setting up recorders. They're doing absolutely nothing. And then they pick up a child's voice in that room and after everybody listens to it I'll give you a little background of what we found out about it. Okay. Let her rip. Last one. <laughs> that was cool. Now, I'll tell you what I think it sounds like a little girl calling for her mommy. Mm -hmm. And we found out in that particular bedroom, Mary Waterman Sprague had died at the age of 10. Oh. Um, I want to say it's pneumonia, but, you know, I, you know, I oh, don't know, but no. of illness, of natural. That no. is very clear as well. That whole family is like a soap opera. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. The murder. They went from the richest family in the country to the most tragically cursed strange family. stuff going on all the time. So oh. that's what happened in that particular room. Sound like a little girl calling for her mommy Definitely and did. the girls obviously don't react to it. Right. So right. they had the doll room there where you were there, right? I remember the doll room because I was crazy enough to lock myself in. <laughs> we, we did that we did that to my son. <laughs> oh, I wow. just remember some one marionette they had hanging up who yeah. was just sort of like this over yeah. me all night and oh, I said, Lord. "Man, if that thing moves, I'm coming through the door I like a cartoon." Out. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, though, they broke that all up, and they just... Oh, it's gone now? They, yeah, they have just... They've re doll relocation program <laughs> pretty, pretty <laughs> much through the whole basically, mansion. Basically, it's not original. That room was not original. Oh. It was part of the sta servant's staircase. Right. Ah, yeah. uh, all right. So they kind of relegated the dolls to that closet. I guess there's no other way to put it. But oh, yeah. since then, they've kind of wow. spread them all. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law. <laughs>